Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, and I am pleased to be here today alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. You can learn a little bit more about Pat by visiting the website. It's retirewithpats.com. And Pat, I'm looking forward to today's show. We're going to be talking about fixing the biggest retirement money mistakes. And when I think about financial decisions and how one can lead to another, a visual I like to pair with that is one of those domino effect videos. I mean, if you've ever gone down that rabbit hole on YouTube, you've probably seen some, right? Yes, yes. They're very cool. Yeah, they can be. And sometimes they're really elaborate and all these crazy things. But I saw one not too long ago that I wanted to share with you. And what was impactful about it, Pat, was there were only 13 tiles involved. The first one was so tiny, the guy who set the whole thing up, I can't remember what his name was, but he used a pair of tweezers to set it down. It was that small. Okay. And each domino was one and a half times size the previous one. So they got incrementally bigger by one and a half times their size. So the biggest one was 100 pounds. And he knocked over this tiny little tile that he used a pair of tweezers to set it down with. And sure enough, 13 impacts later, this 100-pound block falls over. It was just incredible to see that tiny little tile make such a big impact. And Pat, he said if he would have continued onto the 27th tile... That one would have been the size of the Empire State Building. That's pretty powerful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right? <laughs> wow. That's pretty powerful. And I think it's a really good visual description of how one small decision can have a bigger and bigger and bigger impact. And when we think about financial decisions, Pat, I think the same thing can happen. Things can snowball. That can be a good thing or a bad thing. And we want to make sure that we're snowballing in the positive direction, if that makes any sense. I think that's what we're going to get into on the show today, right? Yeah. And I, I just love that analogy, Jen, because it really is so appropriate, when you, especially when you think about maybe you started early in your retirement planning or you are, are trying to, or, or maybe you started late. But in any regard, most people start working at some point during or right after high school or college. Mm -hmm. So you're late teens, or early 20s, and most people don't retire until they're 60, 65 or 70. So you have a tremendous amount of time there. So if you're starting to do something with regard to your retirement planning or avoiding doing something, right, then that's just kind of getting compounded over so much time. And what a lot of people don't think about, that probably makes sense right away. What a lot of people don't think about is if you're retiring at 60 or 65, you may live to 90 or 100. Mm -hmm. You have still another enormous amount of time there. So if now you start making decisions at the beginning of your retirement, how you handle your finances, that's going to snowball over those decades as well. So yeah. it's a tremendous analogy. And if we can find little tweaks here or there to improve some of your planning, hopefully it can have a dramatic improvement on your finances over time. And I think that's a good word too, a good thing to point out. Sometimes these are small changes, minor adjustments, little tweaks. Let me keep going with my thesaurus here. It doesn't have to be a huge huge life-changing change that you're making. Sometimes it's something relatively small, and those are the things that are going to be easier for us to execute. So I always appreciate it, Pat, when you make it a little bit more simple for us, you make it a little bit more achievable and realistic. So I'm looking forward to some of your ideas today. Let's just get into one of these common areas where people struggle, maybe some ways we can start snowballing for a positive impact down the road. Yeah. And Jen, the first one I would start with is a retirement mistake that we do see quite often is just 
I have it in my notes, uh, and shame on me for using because I don't even like the word, but not having a budget. Ah, and uh, I know, yeah, I know, like but uh, no. So, uh, you know, not having a spending plan is what I would call our first topic for today. All right. So let's talk about what you mean by this. Are you talking about not having that spending plan before you retire to help you save? <laughs> or are you talking about the spending plan for while you're in retirement? Well, I think it's both, Jen. You know, we certainly, our expertise does not lend itself to meeting with someone who's 25 or 30 and trying to figure out how to budget and save for retirement. Our expertise, we're usually catching people at the tail end of that. So certainly we all can use help uh, budgeting and, you know, finding more money to save for the future. But where our expertise and where people we talk to every day in, in situations we see really leans more towards the latter, which is whether we have a plan in place for understanding what you're going to be wanting to spend in retirement. And certainly some people have a great handle on that and some don't. So one example I would use is, well, a couple examples. There are now a lot of smartphone apps, uh, like Mint would be an example, um, that just kind of help you get a handle on or see or view your expenses. And then the other example that I would use that we've seen clients use, so let's say you're not the most detail-oriented person with your finances <laughs> and you're thinking, oh, geez, I, <laughs> is that you, Jen? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, and if you're sitting down with me and saying, I want to retire and I'm asking you, well, how much money do you want to spend? And you kind of give me the blank stare, right, which I've all gotten many it? times I in my career. I just want to spend all of it. <laughs> One of the tools we've had people use that's worked very well is if you use your credit card often, even if you pay it off every month, the credit card company will have a report of how much you're spending, and then they can also categorize it. So you can see, hey, here's how much I'm spending on groceries, and here's how much I'm spending on eating out and you know, spending on, I know in your case, would probably coffee would probably be one of the biggest uh, expenditures, <laughs> I'm guessing. So uh, yeah. but it gives you an idea of, you know, we're kind of joking about that, but in all seriousness, you know, a lot of those things may continue in retirement. Some may increase, right? You may want to travel more and things like that. And then some things you spend money on while you're working would certainly either go away or decrease when you retire. So having a handle on that is really just one of the very building blocks of building a successful retirement plan. Because obviously, Jen, if you have no idea how much you're going to spend, we don't have any idea if we can tell you how to make sure you never run out of money. So that's we're kind of leading up to that first step we always talk about, which is when you're creating a retirement plan, we want you to have a written retirement income plan. Mm -hmm. If you don't have one yet, or if you have one that's very out of date, we have an offer today to help you get started. It's our, what we call our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review. Give us a call right now at 803-9-RETIRE to take advantage of that offer. It's absolutely no cost, no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. And if you don't have one yet, it's never too late to get started. So give us a call right now. Take advantage of one of the times we have available over the next couple of weeks at 803-9-RETIRE. And another way to remember that number is 803-973-8473. If you prefer the numbers, again, that's 803-973-8473. We're talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I'm Jen Rizak alongside, talking about having that budget both before you get to retirement and once you're in retirement. Talk a little bit more about how we develop this and break it down into essential and non-essential or discretionary and non-discretionary expenses. Yeah, I think this is an idea, and I would say, Jen, that creating a budget or spending plan is not you know, something that I would say is one of our specialties or anything like that, but we've just helped people over the years because it's just part of the retirement planning process. So one story I'll share with you is a handful of years ago, I had laser eye surgery done and the surgeon on his questionnaire had a question of, he had kind of a line at the bottom of the page and it said, are you more big picture or more detail oriented? And I thought, well, that's really interesting. So after I marked it and I put somewhere in the middle, I said, why do you, I'm so curious why you asked that? And he said, well, if you put detail oriented, then I'm going to explain the surgery in more detail. And if you put more big picture, then I'm going to give you more of a big picture concept. So not only did I find that fascinating, but I told him, well, I'm detail oriented on a lot of things like finances, but I'm very big picture when it comes to anything medical, because I really don't want to know don't tell me. details. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've actually incorporated that because I really like to know someone we're working with, uh, their preference as well. And so the reason I kind of went down that path is 
We have clients that are very detail-oriented, and maybe they have a spreadsheet that has their budget, or even if they haven't budgeted during their working years out of kind of worry or fear about making sure they had enough, maybe they went through and they did kind of a line-item budget. And, you know, we have clients that maybe do that by hand, too, on, you know, a pen and paper. But a lot of our clients are not that detail-oriented. So how do you do that? Well, you know, you've probably heard a rule of thumb of, like, you may spend 80% of your take-home money that you're working for right now. It's a very, very broad term. I will tell you some of our more fortunate clients that have done a great job of saving. One of the things they tell me in our first meeting, Jen, is we just want to keep spending what we're spending now. <laughs> yeah. um, so in their case, they're spending 100% of what they're taking home right now. And some people have saved enough to do that. Now, when you keep in mind, they're working right now, so they're in a higher tax bracket. So a big chunk of their money is going to taxes. They may be deferring the maximum amount of money out of their paycheck to retirement plans. So maybe their net income isn't a huge percent of their total income, right? So it really depends on the individual. And the last point I always want to make, Jen, is we are doing our very best before you retire to have a handle on what that number is, but it's not set in stone. You are not committing yourself to this. In, in this terms, I'll use that word budget that I normally don't like. So we're not putting you on a budget or an allowance for the rest of your life. Okay. What we're doing is we're trying to have a good idea of about where you're going to be. And then I like to tell my clients, let's talk three or six months later and let's talk about how it's going. And if you've got more than you need, do you want to use that towards, you know, a bucket list item? If you don't have enough, then we need to fix that and we need to change your plan. So all of that comes again back to you've got to have a written retirement income plan and you've got to have flexibility in that plan. It should really be personalized to you. That is one of the things that we love to do at our office because it gives you the peace of mind to know that you can take that leap and retire and not have to worry about panicking and not having enough money. So to get started, call today, take advantage of a no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review by calling 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Mention that you heard our show today to claim one of our remaining spots. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Financial decisions have an impact on each other. It's just like those domino effect videos you see online. One leads to another, and it's a good thing if the impact is positive on down the road. We'll talk about some more mistakes you can avoid so you can start that snowball in a positive direction. That's coming up next on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Hey, it's Glenn Beck. Let me ask you a very important question. What if bacon ceased to exist? I know, hysteria. But these are just some of the scenarios you should consider. Well, maybe not the bacon one, but how about your retirement portfolio? How is your retirement portfolio going to perform when we experience another market correction? Have you seen the news lately? What if the price of oil jumps over $100 a barrel? It's easy to ignore these things if you're not paying attention, but I know you want to know the best way to thrive in any economy. I want you to call Pat Str Ruby and the team at Preservation Specialist at 803-9-RETIRE. Schedule a time to have your retirement portfolio stress tested. And when you meet with Pat Struby, you're going to learn how much risk you presently carry and what your risk exposure is during a serious market correction. So make the call so you're able to bring home the bacon when you're retired. 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-973-8473. Rembeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. We are back. Thanks for sticking around today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. Pat has more than 20 years experience in the investment and finance industry. You can learn more about him at retirewithpat.com. On the show today, we're talking about some of the financial decisions you might make that could impact you negatively over time. I don't want to call him mistakes necessarily, Pat, because I don't know if that's really fair, but sometimes people make all sorts of types of decisions that are going to have an impact on them down the road. And the visual that we talked about earlier that goes hand in hand with this would be those domino effect videos you see online. And I saw a particularly powerful
powerful one that we talked about at the start of the show, where the first tile was so small it was set in place with a pair of tweezers, but the biggest one, 13 tiles later, weighed 100 pounds because that first one had the impact to knock over a bigger and a bigger and a bigger tile. And Pat, financial decisions can be the same. They can snowball. We want that snowball going in a positive direction for us, impacting us positively down the road. So what's another one of these financial decisions where we need to really carefully consider it so we have a positive impact down the road? And I'm glad you went back through that again, Jen, because this is a perfect example of that, which is not having a plan for when and how to take Social Security. And the reason I say that is because the majority of Americans start claiming Social Security at age 62 because that's the age when it's first available to most people. And that doesn't mean it's wrong to take it at 62. However, there are a lot of options and there are a lot of consequences to how you take your Social Security. So that's why I would say just not having an analysis or a plan to of when to take it and, and just doing it, you know, because your brother did it that way or your neighbor did it that way. So mm -hmm. we want to make sure you have a plan for that. So let's talk a little bit about Social Security as a guaranteed income source. We want to maximize that benefit as much as possible. So how can we optimize our benefits? Notice I used two different words there. Very nicely done. <laughs> yeah, so the thing I always like to talk about is for many years, a lot of people claimed at 62. And again, maybe that might have been the best time for them, but maybe not. Because a lot of times there wasn't an analysis done. And then the financial planning and retirement plan communities started crunching numbers on this stuff and said, holy cow, if you delay it, they will continue to grow every single year you delay it. And what if you live to 90 or 100 or something like that? It can be a huge benefit to you. So now the pendulum has swung completely the other way. <laughs> and uh, if you you know Google, when should I take Social Security, you will find literally millions of articles that say, you're crazy to take it at 62. You should delay it until 70 or whatever, because that's the longest time that it can continue to grow. So the point that we want to make is if you want to maximize your Social Security, then you delay it to age 70. However, the word you use, which I love, Jen, is most people want to do is you want to optimize your Social Security, which means taking the option that is the best for you. Now, why would that be different? Well, it depends on your age. It depends on when you retire. It depends on if you're married or single. It depends on your health. It depends on uh, how much of your income is going to come from Social Security versus pension versus your nest egg. All of those factors come into play, and I can give you a great example, Jen. I'm working with two new clients right now. One of them, we ran the numbers, and what is optimal for them is for the wife to claim at 66 and for the husband to delay until 70. Hmm. I'm working with another couple where the math actually worked out where it makes sense for one of them to claim at 62. So it's just fascinating to me that it can be very different for each person, and that's why we always urge people you want to have a, an income plan in retirement. Part of that is having an understanding of when you should take Social Security because for that client that should take it at age 70, if they took it at 62, that's just like one of those dominoes, right, Jen? You, mm -hmm. you took it at 62, maybe it works out fine, uh, but what happened was you lost that potential growth of that income over those next eight years, which could be a massive difference over the course of their retirement. Pat, clearly it's important to make the right decisions for Social Security, but that's just one piece of the overall planning puzzle. Can you talk about how you and your team work to fit those Social Security decisions into an overall plan for retirement income? Yeah, we're trying to create a written retirement income plan, Jen. So we've talked about some of these pieces already. One of the things is figuring out how much you're going to want to spend in retirement. So figuring out that spending plan and then where's your income going to come from and when? Those are pretty important mm, things to yeah. figure out. So for most people, they're going to have some type of social security benefits. For our clients, generally, they're going to have some type of nest egg they're going to use to help live off of. And then some people have a pension, some don't. So we're just figuring out all those sources and pulling it all together. And the bottom line is, ultimately, that income plan is designed to help you see where that income is going to come from, helps you see, hey, what if I live a really long time? What if there's a lot of inflation? What if the stock market crashes? Am I going to be okay? And the bottom line, Jen, is just to give you peace of mind so you don't have to lay awake at night and wonder, am I going to run out of money? People joke about having to eat cat food in retirement and things like that or having to go back to work when you're in your 80s or something like that. We want to make sure you don't have to worry about those types of things. That's what that plan is all about. To get started on yours with absolutely no cost and no obligation, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, give us a call right now. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Mention that you heard our show today to claim one of our remaining spots. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. 
We're talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rezac alongside in the studio. Pat just gave you the phone number 803-9-RETIRE, or if you prefer the numbers, that's 803-973-8473. Today we're talking about how financial decisions can impact one another, and I want to move on to another financial decision Sometimes people do get it wrong, Pat, when it comes to income decisions, where they're going to get their income. Is that one of the next items on your list? Yeah, the topic that I thought of here, Jen, is we want to make sure you have enough guaranteed income from some source Mm -hmm. uh, in retirement. And a lot of times, you know, we meet with people and some people have thought that through. Others are just kind of thinking, hey, I've got my 401k and I'll just kind of pull money out of there if it's invested in the stock market or whatever. There's really only three places generally where you can get a decent type of guaranteed income. One, of course, would be Social Security, which is backed by our federal government. Another one would be a pension if you have a company or government pension. And then the third one would be some type of income guaranteed annuity. So the question is, uh, we want to look at Social Security and pension options. And then if you don't have a substantial amount of guaranteed income there, then probably what makes sense is to look and see if an income annuity makes sense for you. Pat, do you think some people avoid annuities? And if so, why do you think that is? I think uh, that's very common, Jen. And I think there's a few reasons. One is the word annuity is one of the most challenging in finance because there's an incredible number of kinds of annuities that are out there. And it can mean things that are totally different. So if you heard someone say, oh, that annuity was a ripoff or it worked out horrible for my family, that may be a true statement, but it may be completely different than other types of annuities that might be beneficial for you. The second reason is a lot of times, and this is another one where you can Google annuities and fees, And you'll find millions of articles about high-fee annuities. Those are generally talking about variable annuities. And those were very popular in the 90s and early 2000s. But that's not something that we would recommend that you go into. Uh, So that wouldn't be a high-fee annuity is generally not what would be beneficial. And then the last one would be the older style of annuities, I would say, were more of a permanent or irreversible type where you put money in, you'd start getting income out of it. And everyone's probably heard horror stories of, oh, my uncle put money into that annuity and then a month later he passed away and the company kept all the money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, that's obviously a horrible deal for that family. So those are three reasons I think that come up where people sometimes say, look, I don't want anything with annuities. And it's important to know that those aren't the type of annuities that we would even be considering. So when there's so many different types of annuities, they have different features, just different things to know. How do we find the right annuity if that's what we need? Well, I think it's about just understanding the types that are usually most beneficial for retirees, Jen. And and since, you know, we just have a little bit of time left in this segment, I'll say uh, we usually narrow it down to two different possible types. Uh, One would be a protected strategy annuity. So this is not designed for income. This is just if someone is looking to have part of their portfolio in something that has some protection to it. Uh, So this would be an annuity where your principal is absolutely guaranteed by the company, and then you have some type of upside potential on the returns. Now, depending on the company, that may work out to three, four, five percent a year. We don't know what that's going to work out to, but that's where we shop it. So we look for different companies and see who has the best terms today on those types of annuities. If you can have a principal guarantee and make four or five percent a year interest, most people find that pretty appealing these days because interest rates have been so low for so long. The one that we're specifically talking about right now, though, we call it a personal pension strategy. And that's the idea of allocating a portion of a nest egg to an annuity that's going to pay some type of guaranteed income for life, either immediately or down the road. And there's two potential benefits to that. One is it's protecting you from one of the greatest risks of running out of money, which is what we call longevity risk, which just means you got enough money to last till 80 or 90, but you live to 100, okay? So mm-hmm. that annuity, even if you spend down the entire balance, is still going to pay out as long as you live. Wow. The second thing it can protect you from is inflation. So there are some types of annuities where the income can increase over time. So those are two of the things that we battle. Uh, you know, we're so happy that we live longer lives nowadays, but that means that puts more stress on your money. So um, those types of annuities can potentially be of help by giving you protection of your principal, protecting you from uh, longevity, and then also inflation. So that's one more piece of kind of helping you look at your investment plan and your income plan and making sure it is, again, customized and suitable for you. To take a look at that, absolutely no cost and no obligation, give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We'll help you with a customized assessment of where you're at and help you make sure you're on track to accomplish your goals. 
That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number again, 803-973-8473. When saving for retirement, there are some mistakes to avoid in order to help maximize your savings long term. We're going to continue talking about what those money mistakes are in our next segment. So stick around. We'll be back. back. Thanks for staying with us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. You can learn more by visiting the website. It's retirewithpat.com. Or you can pick up the phone, give Pat and his team a call today. The number is 803-973-8473 or 803-9-RETIRE. Today, we're talking about how financial decisions have an impact on each other. Visualize those domino effect videos you've seen or visualize when you've watched your kids set up all those dominoes across the table. One gets knocked over and it just causes this chain reaction. And that's the same thing that happens with our financial decisions. And Pat, you've had a a bit of a list here of different financial decisions that all can snowball on each other. Let's talk about the next one on your list. Yeah, we've really focused on retirement income on a lot of these so far, and for good reason, I think, because it's so important. This one kind of ties together your nest egg and your retirement income, which is we want to make sure you have an idea of how much of your savings you can withdraw each year to generate that income in retirement. So is that the 4% rule that we're talking about here? Exactly. And for those that don't know, the idea of retirement planning is really fairly new. Because if you think back just a generation or two ago, most people retired on Social Security or a pension and Social Security or maybe just worked, you know, Mm -hmm. their whole lives. You know, it's really more of a more recent concept that we have this. So in the 90s, someone's created an idea called the 4% rule, which was take, you know, whatever your nest egg is, and you can take 4% of that a year. And if you're invested in stocks and bonds, there's a good chance you won't run out of money. And the reason I bring it up, Jen, is a couple of reasons. First of all, many people have not heard that term before, and they're thinking more, and it's a logical thought. If you think, well, if I've invested conservatively and people say I can make 6 or 7% a year, why can't I withdraw all of that out each year, right? Mm-hmm. And the answer is because if you're in stocks and bonds and you're trying to make 7% a year, there will be times when those things go down in value. Think of 2008. I mean, if you had a million bucks in the market, it probably would have dropped about 500000 So you can't just draw that average return out. So it's going to be lower. And I'll tell you, Jen, one example that I saw recently was they factored in that the stock market they believe is historically a little high right now and bond returns are very low right now. They actually said if you're retiring today with all of your money in the stock and bond market, you should be taking 1.8% a year off of your nest egg. So let me do the quick math for you there. That means you work so hard your entire life, you plow all this money into your retirement accounts, you have a million bucks, you retire, and now you can take $18,000 a year. Good grief. That's depressing, right? (laughs) So we think there's a better way to do it, but that's just the idea of just making sure you understand that idea of how much we're drawing off of the nest egg. So let's talk, though, about what should be in our nest egg in terms of the amount that we should be saving. Is there a certain dollar amount we should all be trying to save up before we get into retirement? Well, I think the key phrase I would use there, Jen, is is there a certain amount we would want to have in the nest egg? And I would say the answer to that is yes, with an asterisk, uh, <laughs> which I, what I mean is I read a small book years ago that just had a very simple concept that I loved, which was it's not about saving $250,000 or a million dollars or whatever that number is. It's not about having a round number. Uh, What the author talks about is there's really only one reason we're saving for retirement, and that's to build up enough to retire successfully, make sure we never have to worry about running out of money. So the dollar amount of that number doesn't matter, right? Because it's not about having, hey, I'm a millionaire, or I've got this pile of money that you're going to bury me with when I pass away or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's about accomplishing your goal. And the phrase he used is whenever we can run the numbers and say, congratulations, you can retire successfully, he says, you've won the game. So congratulations, you have built up enough, whether it was by your skills, which certainly some of it was by saving, whether it was by luck, which was, you know, the market's been really high for a long time. For most of us, there's some combination of those things, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, So he says the key is 
don't keep playing the game if you've already won the game. And so I think that's a really interesting idea. We want to help make sure that people are managing their money properly and taking the right amount of risk. And it depends on how far along in accomplishing that goal of winning the game that each person is. And of course, Jen, probably the most challenging part of that idea, hopefully our listeners understand that idea because I think it can be very powerful. Probably the first thought that comes to mind is, well, how do I know when I've won the game? And that's what the author talks about. That's the hardest part. So that's where our no-cost, no-obligation five-step review can come in. Because what we're going to do when you come into our office, you're going to give us an idea where you stand right now financially, what you're doing going forward as far as what you're putting into 401k and things like that. And then we'll talk about what you want your retirement to look like, the timing of it, and how much you're spending. And we're going to put all that into our analysis, and it's going to help us see where you stand. And the beauty of that is we can really personalize that and customize that specifically for all of your personal details. And I had a meeting just a few days ago uh, with someone and there was a lot of anxiety about where they stood. And we looked at those numbers and they were in great shape. So it can give you a tremendous amount of comfort to know that you have that ability to pull the trigger if retiring today is what you want to do. So to get started, there's absolutely no cost, no obligation uh, with that five-step retirement review. Give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. That number, once again, is 803-9-RETIRE. Make sure to mention that you heard our show today to take advantage of one of the spots we set aside specifically for listeners of today's show. That number, again, is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number again, 803-973-8473. You can also go to the website if you'd like to learn more. It's retirewithpat.com. Pat, helping our savings last as long as we do, that's going to be a big concern for so many of us in retirement. You mentioned longevity earlier in the show as a concern for a lot of people. Do you have a financial decision or a financial mistake on your list to address longevity concerns? Well, I think that what can be a big factor is whether you have diversified your nest egg. And there's actually two ways to diversify it. There are the types of accounts you have your savings in, and then also the types of investments that you have the money in. So let's go ahead and start with the account types. Does that work? Yeah, that's great. So, you know, the textbook of saving for retirement for many decades has been defer as much money as you can, because when you retire, you're going to be in a real low income tax bracket. And that works for some people. You know, you might be in a high bracket while you're working. You plow money into your 401k. And then when you retire, maybe you need less income and you pay less taxes. I will tell you, Jen, that some of my most frustrated clients are people that put everything in their 401k and now they pay taxes on everything and they mm. still have a nice lifestyle, so they still pay a good chunk of taxes. Mm. So the idea is there is actually three different kinds of kind of general ways you can be taxed on accounts. Anything that is tax deferred while you're working and then taxable when you take it out, such so your 401k, traditional IRA, 403b, Terry money uh, here locally, uh, we would call all of those things. A lump sum pension will work that way too. And then you have things that generally will come out tax-free, like a Roth IRA or Roth 401k. And then you just have other, which would be anything that you've saved outside of the retirement world. Maybe you've inherited money, uh, maybe it's in brokerage or savings or anything like that. It's really beneficial to have a mixture of all three of those. And one of the things we've looked at throughout this year, Jen, is with the tax code where it is right now, a lot of people that strategize in our industry believe that now might be the best chance to do proactive tax planning, possibly in our entire lifetimes, because mm-hmm. tax brackets have come down. We have a lot of debt as a country, and we have the baby boom generation retiring. So there's concern that those tax brackets may get much worse later in retirement. So I think it's really valuable to think about, you know, do you want to keep deferring all of your taxes for the future when you don't know what those tax rates are going to be? So tax planning is definitely a big piece of what we want to do and make sure uh, you have diversity in those types of accounts. The bottom line is what we want to help you do is pay as little taxes as possible so that you know you're, again, making the most out of the hard-earned money that you've saved. So, Pat, diversifying account types, that can help you gain some flexibility, potentially keep you in a lower tax bracket. Those are some good things. What about diversifying your different assets? Well, you know, when we talk about how you invest your nest egg, Jen, this is one of the biggest, most foundational pieces of our philosophy. 
And that is it all depends on what you're trying to accomplish. So if you are investing your money with the goal of getting the highest possible return no matter what, then the traditional model of investing in the stock market is fine. However, if you are in the five to 10 years before retirement or into retirement, or you're just worried about where the market is right now, if your primary goal is actually to generate income in retirement and make sure you never run out of money, then the stock and bond mix is not the right way to do it. And so that's a big key as far as if you're looking for a retirement planner to talk to, you need to make sure your philosophy matches their philosophy. If you want to be high growth, that's not the preservation specialist model. If you want to make sure you have income and you do everything you can to avoid running out of money, that's where our belief is. We want to help you have that peace of mind. So how do we do that? We don't recommend you put all your money in the stock and bond market. doesn't mean those are bad. It just means that that's not how you generate retirement income. And so how do you do that? You just spread it out into all kinds of different stuff. And uh, my, the analogy I always like to use is the three worlds of money. So you do have a growth bucket of money. So that is the stock market. That is the potential for a lot of upside, but there's risk there. And that's okay to have some of your money there if you're comfortable with that. On the other end of the spectrum, you have your safe money. So you have different types of accounts that will give you some type of guarantee Think of like FDIC insured CDs or government bonds or, again, annuities that have a principal guarantee. And then there's a middle world we call steady income. So these are things that are not guaranteed, but what they're designed to do is try to avoid the swings of what's going on in the economy and the stock market. And they can often generate a nice income of distributions coming out monthly or quarterly. And I'll give you one example, Jen. I've got clients we've worked with for a couple of years now. She was a successful executive and she was finishing her career. Mm -hmm. Her husband is older. He has some pretty serious medical problems that aren't going to go away. So she had a lot on her plate. She was trying to figure out how to retire and generate her income. She went to one of the largest money managers in the world and they gave her a proposal, all stocks and bonds. She looked at it and she said, well, you're assuming I'm only making one or 2% a year in the bonds. Why would I do that? They came back with their second proposal. Jen, they are in their mid to late 60s and they had 100% of their money was over a million dollars all in the stock market. That was their wow. recommendation for their retirement. And it sent her into a panic. She doesn't want to have all her money in the stock market and trying to go for a high growth. She wants to have certainty and peace of mind. So that was a situation when we met that we were able to go through our process and help her see the differences of our approach. Now, there is no perfect approach, I will always say that. So if the stock market gains 10 or 15 or 20% every year going forward, well then she would have been better off, right? Having all of her money in the stock market because we're not gonna match that. However, our goal is to get steady returns as much as absolutely possible, have some upside to it, and then whenever that market does drop, whenever we have a recession, whenever things go bad, having a plan to protect you, to make sure that your income is going to continue coming in. And that's what she was looking for. So we were a perfect fit in that circumstance. So again, it's all about figuring out what you're looking for and finding a professional that matches that. We love helping people that are trying to figure out how on earth do I go from working my whole life to retiring, to living off of my savings, to trying to figure that out. How do I create that income how do I invest to generate the income? And then how do I make sure I'm not wasting it by paying too much in taxes? So that's why we offer our no cost, no obligation, five-step retirement review. Call now to get started at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now once again at 803-9-RETIRE. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. And if you don't have one yet, it's never too late to get started. So give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Today, we're talking about different money mistakes people should avoid so our savings can last as long as we do in retirement. Think about that chain reaction that happens with financial decisions. We want to start a positive chain reaction where these decisions are working in our favor. We'll wrap up this conversation on the other side of the break. Stick around. We'll be back. Why choose Preservation Specialists to handle your retirement? Because they provide objective advice and concierge service. Investments, insurance, retirement planning, all at the same location. If you want to work with a team to create a financial strategy for your future, call Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-973-8473. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. <laughs> 
We are back. Thanks for sticking around today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he's been here with me today talking about financial decisions, how they can impact one another, just like those domino effect videos we've all seen online or when you've watched your kids or your grandkids set up those dominoes across the table. You knock one over and it just starts a chain reaction. We want those financial decisions to be working in our favor. We want positive impacts down the road. So, Pat, what's another area where people overlook something or or don't understand perhaps where money might be slipping through the cracks? Well, I think one of the most challenging ones to keep track of in our industry, Jen, is just not being aware of the fees that you're paying on your accounts, on your savings and your investments because the system has been designed to hide them. So Mm. uh, in a lot of ways it's not required to be reported. So you can be saving a lot of money in a fund or management firm and in a lot of different structures, you don't actually see those fees. So I think that would be the next one that I think is really important to know about. Well, let's talk a little bit about how we identify this. Because I mean, things like mutual funds, they're going to have fees as well. And and can you just talk about how all of that can add up over time? Yeah, and I think uh, the uh, your domino analogy is so perfect for this, Jen, because there's no better example of something snowballing over mm-hmm. time. You know, if you have $100,000 in account for your retirement and you pay 2% in fees, well, you paid $2,000 that year. Well, that's, you know, a good chunk of money, but can you recover from, you know, losing $2,000? in the grand scheme of your lifetime, sure, you can. But what if you are 50 years old and what if you live to 100 Mm. um, and you paid 2% fees on your money for the rest of your life? You're talking usually hundreds of thousands of dollars in fees. And so the difference can be astronomical. So the key is we even will incorporate a fee analysis um, depending on someone's circumstances when we're trying to figure that out. If you're getting all in under 1% a year in all your investments, it's pretty hard to do much better than that unless you're investing all of your money in no-load index funds or something like that. But most people are shocked when you see a lot of companies. I was just doing a fee analysis for a new client earlier this week. Um, They're paying the company 1% a year to manage the entire account, uh, which is pretty standard. Uh, But some of the money is in mutual funds. So those mutual funds have management fees. Most of the management fees are about 0.6% a year. And then there's a lot of internal costs, a lot of that's focused on like the transactions inside those funds. We can't get that down to the penny, but we can estimate it. And in this case, it was about another 0.6% a year. So they're seeing 1% a year on their statement, right? But what we're actually looking at is about 2.2% a year. Now that difference, again, Jen, to your point is it's kind of like that domino effect. It's a snowballing effect and it makes a big, big difference. So I always say we want to keep your fees as low as we can. The one twist I would put on that, Jen, is we just need to understand if you're paying a fee, what value are you getting for that? So what I mean by that is you could go to Vanguard and get a S&P 500 index fund that's going to follow 500 of the biggest stocks in the country. Or you could go to another mutual fund that's going to manage a portfolio of large U.S. stocks for you. Well, are they really doing a whole lot different? Probably not. You've probably got a lot of the same stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You've got Microsoft and Apple and things like that. But what if someone is managing your portfolio to help protect against stock market losses? Or what if they're managing a portfolio that's not in the stock market, it's in other types of assets that you can't get to in a mutual fund? And that's where I would say we want to keep your fees low, but we just want to make sure you're getting a lot of value for any fees that you are paying. That's kind of the distinction that we would make. If you have any questions, if you'd like to sit down with Pat and his team, maybe you aren't sure what's going on with the different fees that you might have and you'd like to have somebody help you clear that up, 803-9-RETIRE or 803-973-8473 is the number for you to call to reach Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists. Pat, what's another area where perhaps we make a financial decision that snowballs one way or the other, maybe a a negative impact if we don't make the right decisions? Yeah, I think this is one that probably makes sense to a lot of our listeners, just not having a strategy for healthcare costs. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, we know healthcare is expensive. The laws and rules have changed dramatically in the last handful of years. When we see, when we look at the cost of different goods and services in our country, the healthcare costs have gone up way more than most other things. So it's becoming a bigger and bigger issue. We always just like to start with a basic idea. There's three categories that we need to be aware of, health insurance, Medicare, and long-term care. So for example, um, health insurance, depending on the age you're planning to retire, 
So for example, if you're going to work till 65 or later, Medicare is probably going to be something that helps cover you for the rest of your life. But if you want to retire before 65, we just need to make sure we have a plan for your health insurance. Do you have access to that through an employer? If not, then we just need to make sure we're budgeting for that and making sure you don't get surprised with those expenses later on. And real quickly, can you talk about how Medicare is going to fit in this discussion or this planning approach? Yeah, so it's just important to know the basics of it. You don't have to be a Medicare guru to retire, (laughs) but generally speaking, there are exceptions uh, to the rules. But generally speaking, once you hit age 65, you qualify for Medicare. So there's a couple of of portions of Medicare that are important to know. Medicare Part A, we kind of consider like your hospital insurance. So that's going to cover the expense if you have to go to a hospital in most cases, and there's a deductible you have to pay. And then Medicare Part B is more of your medical insurance. So that's going to cover many outpatient services like doctor visits and things like that. Uh, You also have the option, of course, to supplement your Medicare, and that's where you have options. Medicare Advantage generally is going to be lower cost with some basic coverage, and then a Medicare supplement then is going to be more expensive for you to pay, but it's going to be more comprehensive. And that's, again, where you can see very clearly how it really should be individualized and personalized, right, Jen? Because Mm -hmm. uh, some people may uh, have great health and not expect to have a lot of those costs, whereas if you've had a lot of need for health care, then certainly we want to make sure you're getting as comprehensive of coverage as possible. And all of that kind of ties back to our idea of just customizing your plan, making it individual to you. Um, You don't want a cookie cutter approach with retirement. So we've talked about, you know, investing your nest egg and how to make that fit your life and your lifestyle, uh, how to generate income off of that to help you try to make sure you never run out of money in retirement, how to try and avoid taxes on as much of that income as possible. So this is the fourth area then. How do we plan for healthcare and try to make sure that it is not, there aren't any massive medical expenses that are going to devastate your nest egg in retirement? How do we make sure we protect you from those types of costs? And it's really just about having that plan. So once again, we offer at absolutely no cost and no obligation our five-step retirement review. One of those steps is reviewing healthcare coverage in those various ways and making sure you're protected. To get started, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. This is a customized assessment that will help you see where you stand today, what path you're on, and help you make sure you're going to accomplish the retirement that you've dreamed of. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now to take advantage of one of the spots we've reserved at 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Pat, one more question related to health care and retirement. That would be long-term care. This is a huge issue for a lot of people. Can you talk about how that fits into your planning process? Yes, it is a big issue. And of course, all of us have probably had some type of experience with this with family or friends. But what we're talking about the term long-term care that can be medical or non-medical, and it's just for a prolonged illness, disease, or disability, so something that goes beyond a hospital stay. And it used to be more common. It was in a nursing home, and then assisted living facilities became more common, and now at-home uh, health care is becoming more common as well. So there's a lot of options that kind of fall under that umbrella. The main thing I always want to say, Jen, is I don't know if there's a topic that should be more customized than this one. Because when I started 22 years ago, the darling of our industry was long-term care insurance. And they said, oh, this is the best thing since sliced bread. Everyone should have it. And there's value to long-term care insurance. But the problem is those companies have really struggled. And long-term care companies have the ability to request to the state insurance commissioner to raise your premiums. And so we've had problems with that with clients. You know, you're retired, you're on a fixed income, and now you have this bill that comes with a higher premium. So there are other options. I think we count seven different options when we look through all the different possible ways to help reduce that risk for you. A couple examples that are newer that people find can sometimes be an interesting idea. One is if there's any reason to have life insurance uh, in retirement, there are policies that will allow you to draw down on the death benefit if you need nursing care. Now, one of the benefits of that is, generally speaking, with life insurance, the company can never come back and raise your premium. So that's a way to protect yourself from that premium issue. The other option, Jen, is this isn't one that's usually going to pay every dollar of it. It's just a way to get some coverage without buying an insurance policy. And that is, we talked about annuities that provide a guaranteed lifetime income a little earlier in the show. There are some of those annuity companies that are gearing their annuity offering to retirees, and they will have a provision in there that says, if you need nursing care, 
during your retirement, they will increase the amount of the payments that they're sending you for income. And some of those companies will be as much as a double. So let's say you're getting $1,000 a month that's guaranteed for life. If you qualify, it could increase your income for a set number of years up to $2,000 a month. Now, anyone who knows how much a nursing home costs, that's probably not going to pay the whole bill, right? Yeah. But all we're doing is we're trying to find ways to help reduce the risk to you so that it helps protect you. Uh, if you're married, it protects your spouse as well because we want to make sure you both are doing fine financially and having enough money for your income. Well, Pat, let's talk about another area where those financial decisions are going to have an impact down the road. What's another one of these we should be aware of? Well, I think one that's important to talk about is it's pretty straightforward is just making sure you have an emergency fund. Um, and, and that just means uh, a couple things, uh, money that you can get to without penalty. So it's not tied up like in a five-year CD or something like that. And then money that is not invested aggressively. So uh, if you have money in a um, you know technology stock fund, that really shouldn't be part of your emergency reserve because it could be up in value. But what if it's down at the same time you need the money? That doesn't make any sense. So you got to have some money that you can get to and this is something we always want to make sure uh, we're factoring in with our clients. And actually, I just had a discussion a few days ago uh, with a client. We were talking about the ways to allocate his accounts. He's in that transition time where he's done very well in the markets and he's ready to now lock in some of those gains and start shifting into those three worlds of money. And as I mentioned, this idea of having, you know, maybe three to six months expenses available, he kind of said, oh, I need to get you information on what I have in my bank accounts then. And I said, yeah, that's really important because if, you know, I've seen different styles uh, with different clients, right, Jen? So some mm -hmm. people don't keep a lot in the bank and uh, we want to make sure we have more in their nesting than that we can get to. If you're the type that likes to have a big chunk of money in your local bank, that's okay. That means we can have a little more invested in your nesting. So we want to tie those things together and make sure everything fits together. Pat, we have just a couple minutes left in today's show. Do you have any final thoughts for us or any final mistakes we want to avoid? Well, I think those are some big ones that we've covered today. And again, Jen, I love the analogy you used of the dominoes. Uh, maybe the biggest one of all that we didn't get to is don't make the mistake of never getting started. Mm. Uh, so I know finances is complicated and retirement can be scary. Uh, it can be stressful to think about, you know, not getting a paycheck anymore. The best thing to do is just get started and don't worry about judgment or, you know, someone saying, oh, you waited too long. That's not what any of this is about. It's just about anytime we're sitting down with someone, it's about looking at, okay, where are you at today? Uh, where are you planning to go? And what do you want that to look like? And then we're just here to help you figure out how to accomplish it as best that you can. And every single person's situation is totally different. And that's what makes it fun for us. That's why we love what we do. Uh, we get to meet real people uh, with real lives and help them try to accomplish real things with themselves and their families and their finances. So if you don't have a retirement plan yet, or if you have one, uh, it's got dust on it, and you haven't looked at it for a while, take advantage of our offer of an absolutely no cost, no obligation, five-step retirement review. Call us now at 803 nine retire if you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement call now at 803-9 retire we've reserved space on our calendar specifically for listeners of today's show so call now to take advantage at 803-9 retire you've been listening to save your retirement remember that number pat just shared 803-973-8473 or 803-9 retire be sure to tune in next week for more insights with pat struby i'm jen rezak thanks for listening everybody Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.